0: Iowa Everywhere. Mike Pong. Ken Miller, Ken, Miller, Ken Miller. Together on Iowa Everywhere. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, hook. the Hook. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Everywhere. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to The Hook. That's uh, on the right-hand side of your screen. That's Mike Palm. I'm Ken Miller uh, from KXNO. Mike Palm, the uh, vice president of operations at Circus Sports out in Las Vegas. Mike, uh, Iowa guy, we're experiencing a beautiful Iowa day here weather-wise in the mid-70s for November the 1st. Not bad. Take Take that. What's Vegas like?
1: Yeah, we're supposed to get up to 80 today. It's still in the lower 70s, so... Uh, 4.35 o'clock around 80. I don't know if we're going to get there, but it's perfect weather.
0: Yeah, indeed it is. Likewise here. You know, uh, with the rain out, they didn't have perfect weather anything but in Philadelphia yesterday. And to kill some of the time or to fill some of the uh, uh, the column inches that were already allotted, I'm assuming, to newspapers, Ron Manfred had a uh, kind of a uh, pop-up press conference with a number of the baseball writers that were there in Philly to cover the World Series. One of the takeaways from it, Mike, was Rob Manfred seemingly throwing down the gauntlet to the city of Oakland Ah uh, declaring that um, that Las Vegas is going to be the home to the A's if indeed something doesn't happen very quickly. I've never heard it uh, put so definitively from the commissioner. I get that he answers to the owners and maybe that was you know at their edict to make sure that the uh, Oakland is well aware where we stand. Is it fifty fifty at this point that MLB is going to join the NHL and the NFL in uh, in
1: LV? Oh, no, I think it's a much heavier favorite, Kenny. I mean, the owners of the A's have been coming down here for, I don't know if it's been a year now, several times a month, meeting with different entities, different ideas. Different, You know, the major casino companies have put out polls to their customers. Would you buy season tickets? Would corporations buy season tickets? There's a very cantankerous relationship between the city council in Oakland and that family that owns the A's that comes from you know the Gap, the, the department store, the Gap. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any saving it, and I think it's very likely the A's end up in Las Vegas. So where would
0: they go, Mike? I've heard a couple of different. I know that the, the it's the A's have their AAA farm uh, team in Las Vegas right now, and they play yeah. in Summerlin, out by the Red Rock Hotel, if memory serves. And that's about what a ten thousand seat stadium somewhere around there. Or is it bigger than
1: that? yeah to 10, 10,000 and they average over 9,000 a game so mm. uh but it's not domed and you you have to have a yeah. dome to play in Las Vegas um there was talk for a while um that they were going to sell off the rio and the land around the rio oh. to build a baseball stadium right on flamingo yep um, that that could be a site It looks like they're going to build a basketball stadium down uh down towards the south point on the south end okay. strip like uh Lots of land there. Yeah, uh, like warm springs in the strip, right there. Uh-huh. There's a ton of land there, so we'll see how where it all winds up, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're playing baseball uh, in Las Vegas uh, in the summer of '95.: Summer of or two th- 25, sorry, 25, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's ambitious to think it will get built and be ready to play in, in, in two years. I would say the summer of 25.
0: Yeah, we'll see. So what would that do to the uh, the sports landscape? I mean, you don't have to go back too far. What was it 2018 when hockey finally came to the desert um, and it just took off and uh, became a, a real thriving hockey market? We know what the Raiders have done. Where will baseball fit in?
1: Yeah, it's, you know, different summer sport uh, and 81 home games. So, you know, it, you're, you need a, a really strong base of season ticket holders. Uh, you'll get so many coming in from the out of town teams, um, but it certainly will help the economy of Las Vegas in the summertime, the down period, the June, July, August.
0: Certainly would it that. Well, I'm anxious to see. So uh, just back to your one comment about uh, that land uh, by the Rio that I, I was under the impression that that's where the NBA arena is going to be built, a basketball arena. Um, so if if indeed it's not there, is the NBA still targeting Las Vegas, making it a four major sports town?
1: Yeah, I think it is, and there, there, there's an ownership team in place already. We get a franchise, and and I, it could be by that year 95 or 2000. I say 95 25, that we'll have all you know, we'll have four major sports teams here, and from going from zero to four, and and a heck of a turnaround here, and then eight years. It'd be, it'd be remarkable uh have
0: you guys been approached as far as baseball your interest we know derek's
1: a huge padres fan he's had some meetings uh with yeah. some of the owners uh some of the principals with the a's but also with some owners around the league about his uh, he has his own idea about baseball in las vegas and uh, I know Steve Cohn with the Mets was a fan of it. He was trying to pitch it with Manfred. So we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Indeed. All right. Let's, uh, since we're talking baseball, let's stay on baseball as we tape this. We're on the cusp of game number three. Are you surprised where the series at to begin with? Tied one apiece.
1: Uh, a little bit with the comeback in game one. I think the rain is, was a huge, huge help for the Phillies. They All now right. get to skip Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. throw Suarez like they wanted to in game three. They didn't because, remember, he came in an inning of relief right. uh, in game one when they came back to tie the game. They had him in the mix there. So they were going to have to throw Syndergaard. We talked to Larry Boa yesterday on Follow the Money. He said he did, Syndergaard was going to be once through the lineup, if that. you know. So we're looking at three or less innings. Mm-hmm. You get to throw Suarez now and then come back with Nola in game four, Wheeler in game five. Uh, I think it totally changes the dynamic of the series, the rain out last night. I, I thought that Houston at now a reduced price around minus 150 to win the series was a pretty good bet, knowing that I thought they would win this game against Syndergaard. So it, 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 you're up in the air now here. Um, McCullers, look, McCullers throws so many breaking balls. If you're patient. You work the count. You get in behind in the count. I, you know, he had one great start. And then he had the finger issue, and he didn't do so well in Yankee State in His second playoff start, but I think he's susceptible. I think the Phillies are more likely to beat McCullers tonight and get to McCullers than they are actually Christian Javier tomorrow night. How have the betters reacted to this? So it's interesting because last night Houston was around one thirty, right? When it was going to be when it was going to be, and now you see tonight. Uh, 120, 118, I saw 116 in a couple of shops. Uh, So obviously Suarez uh, feels better to the public. And then a slight shift in the series price, which I thought would go up from from 150 down around 146 is what I saw here.
0: Mm. Well, interesting. Look, fingers crossed it's a long series. (laughs) It's certainly going to be interesting on uh, on Thursday night because we know that uh, there's going to be a Game 5 and there's also an NFL game that's going on. It's the same uh, it's the same representatives, the Phillies and the Eagles, and, of course, the Texans and the Astros. It's going to be a busy night uh, for those fans. Um, NFL trade deadline is upon us. There's nothing or no one, I guess I should put it this way, that, uh, that would be traded that would cause you guys to react, I'm assuming, as far as your futures, whether it be lowering the juice or, or changing in number. Is there anybody out there? I mean, a Bradley Chubb, certainly as oh, good a player as he is, and I think he'll help the Dolphins. There's nothing that's going to cause a reaction in Las Vegas market-wise, is there?
1: Not now and not as far into the season as we are, where teams basically have played half their games, Kenny uh and you know and that and now it would take something very dramatic where you would all actually get maybe if you had a quarterback move that was going to step into a starting role um, but a wide receiver running back they're not going to move the needle more than five or ten cents one way or the other no indeed
0: what about this past weekend mike how a mixed bag uh, for you uh, at circa start with saturday college football
1: wise mixed bag uh, did you guys do better or do or the betters get you No, we lost on Saturday, a small loser, Um, and then Sunday was atrocious. It was our—I have to go back and look. You know, we could have lost uh, seven figures on Sunday if Carolina didn't cover that game uh, with that miracle hail mary and then all the goofiness with the kicks. But if they don't cover the four and a half, there we're looking at a seven-figure loss. It was still high, high six figures. So. Uh, it was really bad. All the big favorites covered, you know, yeah. won and covered. You didn't have those, nothing to upset the money lines, mm-hmm. really. I mean, it, anything outside of a field goal, I guess Cincinnati last night was the biggest favorite. Uh, so nothing really happened. You had those huge favorites and all the teasers won. And and so uh, the, the public had uh, had their go of it on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it certainly sounds as uh, as though they did. So let's carry that forward to Survivor. I looked at the Survivor results, and it's been carnage week in and week out. But this week uh, was an about face to that. I think that probably backs up your uh, your statement you just made with all of the favorites, not only covering but winning. There were very few people, maybe one or two that I saw that were knocked out this week.
1: It was two entries. It was the same guy, though. He lost both of his oh, entries. Uh, he had one on um, uh the Colts and one on the Jags and he got knocked out with both the Colts won pretty brutal uh you know they're up two scores and then you know he's got fourth and six inches really to put the game away and he punted and the commanders went 90 yards to win the game so he's out so we still have 123 left the gentleman DeLuca that had six split his three and three he put three on Cowboys which was the most popular pick but he also put three on Miami, who had a rally. You know, Detroit had 27 points in the first half and then didn't score in the second half. So he gets all six home.
0: I'm guessing that if we get to Thanksgiving and the Lions beat the Bills, would that knock out 90% of the pool? Because seemingly everybody's saving the Bills for that weekend, for Thanksgiving.
1: There's, a, uh, I believe, two, 102 out of the 123 uh, still have the bills left. And I can't believe that there won't be 80 of them on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's, this is The Hook. Uh, Mike Palm, Ken Miller, brought to you by uh, Circus Sports. Well, what have you seen early as far as NFL action as we look ahead to week number nine, uh, midway point of the season? Any uh, any games that have caught your eye as far as movement-wise or anything like that so far?
1: In the NFL, Kenny? The or NFL, yeah. Yeah, not really. The college has been more of the movement that I. Th- it's been more intriguing. Um, the Bears, the 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 um, the the Bears Miami game moved a bit in favor of Miami. That was down to three. I saw four and a half on it. Um, but in college, I'm stunned by this Iowa line move. Yeah, significant. We, we opened at seven Purdue down to three and a half. I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I, is it based on the fact that they were able to score points against Northwestern? I mean, if Northwestern can't stop the run, that changes the dynamic of the Iowa offense. You know, Iowa had the the least yards per rush in Division One, and when they're able to crack off five, six, seven yards on first down, obviously Petrus becomes serviceable on play action. No, it was by
0: far their best game of the year. But again, you have to keep it in context. It was Northwestern. I have no idea how they beat Nebraska in week number zero. This is not a good football team. I don't know what that says about Nebraska. You know, another big line mover as well, Mike, has been Michigan State and Illinois staying in the Big Ten. Michigan State's got those four guys suspended. Illinois looks as though, I mean, it doesn't look. They are clearly in the driver's seat in the Big Ten West. But that's been a
1: big swing. Illinois sits here now. They've got to beat Michigan State. They got to beat Purdue, but then they have a date at the Big House. Right. Uh, later in the year, they can get into this playoff discussion. They'd have to obviously run the table, and in doing so, beat Michigan and Ohio State. But that Illinois defense is very solid. Yep. Uh, they don't give up much. Belham has got them playing great. I actually have them eleven, and and when I rank the teams, I have them eleven. I think they're, uh, I think they're uh, very decent. They don't beat themselves, so we'll see. Michigan's defense is awful tough, too. That might be another game where the total's in the mid 30s. It yeah,
0: could be. You know, speaking of your rankings, do you have them in front of you? I'd be anxious to see, you know, your top six and then compare it to what the playoff committee comes up with tonight.
1: Do you, did you elevate Tennessee over Georgia? I, I believe that the defending national champion who's undefeated should be number one. I, I do mean, too. Yeah. So I have yeah. to keep Georgia one. If they weren't the defending national champion, I'd have Tennessee one. Mm-hmm. So I have Georgia one, Tennessee two. Um, Ohio State three, Michigan four. I don't think there's much controversy there. It's this one two is it Georgia Tennessee, and no. I'm sure that's the way it'll be because they'll have one versus two this weekend. I have TCU fifth. Dude. Uh, I, don't tell me that I'm going to make them a favorite on neutral fields. But their body of work, they've beaten more teams mm-hmm. than Clemson. They've played a tougher schedule than Clemson. I have Clemson sixth and Alabama seventh. I don't. I think Alabama should be behind these undefeated teams. I don't think it's unfair. You know, and you, you make a great point about TCU, the teams that they've beaten
0: at the time. I think they played four teams that are ranked in the top 20. Now they're no longer there, but right. when they play TCU, what about, do you think the committee punishes them for, uh, because of the fact that, you know, the late comebacks in football games, they're down, 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 find a way to win late. Do they punish them for that?
1: I don't know. I mean, they came back against Oklahoma state, but um then Oklahoma State gets beat forty-eight to nothing. So that that kind of the the better Oklahoma plays, the more it flatters their win when they scored what sixty points against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So the the better Oklahoma can play, a nice win for them for Oklahoma beating Iowa State. And somehow Matt Campbell's the only guy without a win in the Big Twelve. Amazing. Uh, it it really it really is amazing. Yep. I don't know. I mean, if you put him on a neutral field, Alabama would be favored over Clemson or TCU. Clemson would be favored over TCU. But I don't wanna I don't wanna make the rankings that way. I don't think that's the way you should do it.
0: Mm. Well, it's certainly going to be interesting. So the best team that you've seen last year's side, let's go to this week because we know that Tennessee and Georgia are going to play. First of all, uh, what will that do as far as handle wise, middle of the afternoon, it's a 1230 Pacific time. Obviously a lot of eyeballs are going to be glued to this one. CBS has them both Tennessee and Georgia. How, what was the line when it came out and how big is the reaction been?
1: Not much, a little in favor of Tennessee. Remember the look ahead at a lot of books, Mm -hmm. for this game a few weeks ago, Kenny, was uh, 12, 11 and a half. We opened at nine on Sunday morning. It got bet right away to eight and a half. And it's really pretty much stayed there.
0: Uh, And then later on in the night, LSU is going to host Alabama. Look, uh, I don't know if you're a fan of Brian Kelly or not. He was with Notre Dame and kind of left them high and dry. Doing a nice job with this LSU. Of course, their quarterback, the Arizona State transfer, looks as though he's finally getting comfortable in that system. Your thoughts on the line and your thoughts on the
1: game. Do you think that LSU can pick them off? We, uh, we opened at 12 and it went to 14. I wouldn't lay 14 in this spot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, again, to do with time of day. When I, When I took Tennessee – and late two and a half for my best bet at LSU, that's an 11 a.m. game there in Baton Rouge. Right. So it's a lot different than a 7 p.m. game, okay? The Death Valley at night has always been very, very, very tough. This is a very bitter rivalry between LSU and Alabama. I don't think Brian Kelly's team is that good. I think they're a little bit overthought of right now off the win off of Mississippi, but it can be a very tough place to play, and I would think they might keep this under the two touchdowns.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I, I could see that. It's a, it's, a, it's a night game, as you mentioned, uh, and there's very, it's, a, it's a special place. Let's go to the Big 12 for a second. Back to last week. W- who did you need in Oklahoma State, K-State? The, shot, the, the result of the game absolutely blew me away. I would have thought that that would
1: have been a good one for you guys. Was it? Wasn't that big of a decision for us. Mm. Uh, we had a few sharp guys on Oklahoma State. The public was more on K-State. Uh, the result was flabbergasting. I had that as the volume for the main game at 1230 our time, and I got off of it by mid-second quarter. <laughs> it was apparent it was not going to be competitive at all, and it really no. wasn't. They put up nothing, Oklahoma State at all, with Sanders in there. Uh, and you wonder if if um, if Martinez doesn't get hurt. Against uh, TCU, how that result would have been?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Let's go one in the Big Ten West: Minnesota and Nebraska. Nebraska got pasted last week. Illinois, both teams coming off the bye, and Illinois got them pretty good. Uh, Minnesota, Tanner Morgan back, of course. Uh, Muhammad Ibrahim is a terrific running back. Nebraska, I don't know what to make of this team. Just when you think maybe they're about to take a step forward, they just look like they have over the last oh, uh, five years or so. It's a big number. It's hovering around 15 and a half,
1: 16 opened at ten and a half. your thoughts on that one mike it's too big because of the way minnesota plays you know he plays very conservatively i'm mad i didn't play the minnesota rutgers game under because your rutgers has a hard time scoring mm-hmm. you know and and then that was a layup that that total i can't lay that many points with minnesota here uh and and it, it they teased you with illinois at seven and a half you know what i mean it, it became almost unplayable on the road but they dominated that game it wasn't even as close as the sco- final score indicated so if it would have
0: been six and a half, would you have played? Played it. I'd have played yeah. it at six yeah. and a half. Mm-hmm um uh, maryland tagliovo is going to start by all accounts uh jim leonard i think has made a huge difference with with wisconsin there's something about this game i i like to his little brother i think he can play a little bit uh mertz is coming on for wisconsin i think they're starting to assert themselves again in the west what about that crossover game mike uh the lines about it's one of those tricky lines right it's five five and a half six somewhere in there
1: I think it'll be a higher scoring game than people think. And I'm an under player, but I think they'll move to his little brother will be able to move the ball. But the Wisconsin defense isn't as good as it's been in recent years. And as you said, Mertz has started to play better as well. So I think this game could be a shootout.
0: Well, we shall see. I'm certainly looking forward to that. All right. One thing, Uh, college basketball begins in earnest here. We're starting to see some games. Um, it, it's supposed. It's about to really take off. And as as you've said, as many people have told me, this is the time where the books are the most vulnerable. When NFL is going on, college uh, football is going on, NBA's in in gear, NHL likewise. Some of the lines can be a little bit off in college basketball, and that's where guys that do this and gals for a living, uh, November is usually pretty good to them. Um, so is that theory true? And then how long does it take the books to adjust to maybe, uh, you know, get up to
1: speed on some of these teams? Well, it's hard because of the sheer number of games, Kenny. And then you get these holiday tournaments and times shift based on, you know, they're set four games in a day, but it, you know, it's two and a half hours, but then it moves because the game went longer and you missed the time and you don't see the first halves. And it, it's difficult, especially now because of so many small schools uh, you know, 300 and whatever, 51, 53 teams in Division One in college basketball. This is a real tough time uh, leading up until really we get to championship week in college football with the bowl games. This this period now through really the end of November is the, the most vulnerability. Uh, those bowl
0: games, they'll be coming. I think we're going to be out there in Vegas. And we're going to be doing a bowl special. So how long does it take? Once uh, So the bowls are announced on Sunday. Normally, when does the team get the lines up? Is there some of them that are out later on that night?
1: Yeah, uh, the major ones will be out, you know, late that afternoon, early evening, and then the rest of them go up on Monday.
0: Well, right now we're crossing our fingers just to get one team uh, into postseason. It looks like maybe it's the Hawks. They've got the much easier path, um, but but we'll see. I, I'm you know selfishly I hope it comes down to Black Friday. Nebraska and Iowa finally will have something to play for. Right, the winner goes on to postseason. The the loser stays home. Uh, I, what I love about the hook, uh, one of the things that we do is we talk a little hockey. Don't get into doing that a lot on the radio in Des Moines, but we certainly do. Um, I've taken a long look at your Bruins and you're right about this team. I'm starting to like them obviously the record is what it is. They're off to a terrific start. Montgomery's a fantastic coach. They get the little ball of hate back in the lineup in Brad Marchand. He's an unbelievable player. Krejci and that whole crew. Um They're legit, Mike. You have to play them.
1: I, I I love it. I love they got the bet him. I'm just a big Jim Montgomery guy. Uh, Halak's playing good in goal, you know, Swayman. I think they got what it takes. I think they're going to be there at the end in the Eastern Conference with, you know, with Tampa Bay and Carolina and the Rangers and Boston. I think that's what it's going to come down to in the East. And, uh, you know, let's hope. But they're playing. I think they're playing as well as anybody right now. And, you know, who else is playing well? And, and I didn't expect this is the Knights. The knights, have, yeah. The knights, I mean, the knights have the most points in hockey. They're playing very well. They're winning these close games. They beat they beat your Jets with six seconds left in overtime. Yeah, they scored the goal the other night. Yeah. Um, so. I feel, yeah. What about the Maple Leafs? What's wrong with the Maple Leafs?
0: I don't know. They're, they're talking about firing their coach, a major shakeup. Uh, it's been since 1967 since they hoisted the cup. I don't know. I think Calgary maybe has the best chance, one of the two Alberta teams, if there is going to be a winner come out uh, of Canada. But So I'm shopping around. I think it was Sunday night. I'm, and you, we talked about this last week, that you can't bet Colorado. They're just too short of a price. So I'm shopping around. They're four. They're four and a half to one. I opened my Circa app. You guys have them at six. So, you know what, Mike? I took a little taste. I mean, it's not great price, and I just think it's, it's more of a saver ticket. If yeah. my Carolinas, if my Rangers, if some of my other ones don't get there, at least maybe I'll get a little chunk of my money back. But it's like, that's a pretty big difference, Mike.
1: Well, we, we kind of book all out of one pop. So, you know, some books book a whole separate line in Iowa, separate line in Colorado, separate line in Vegas, but we book one number. So, look, the, the avalanche money affects the number, but obviously, there's much more Knights money that comes in, especially with the fast start to this team. The locals here are running to the window to bet on the Knights to win the cup again.
0: Yeah, no, I can understand
1: that. So, what is it about this team? They got good goaltending the other night. I saw that. They've had very good goaltending. They haven't had to rely on, you know, their stars, they've gotten contributions. Out of all the lines, they played well on the road. I mean, uh, the, the, the team's been consistent. Logan Thompson, and it was Aiden cool. Hill the other night against Hellebucks, played a heck of a game. Yeah, that was one of the was, best. It was 37 to eight shots after two periods. Hellebuck stood on his head to get that game to overtime. But, um, you know, the kid Thompson, I think maybe the greatest thing is that Leonard is gone and away yeah, from so. that team and out of that locker room.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, is he gone
1: for good? They're paying him, right? They're paying him on this leave that the NHL, you know, the the contract is with the players, yeah. uh, this, this this distress of whatever it is, leave that he can take. But I don't think he'll ever – you're going to see him in a night's uniform again.
0: All right. I know that uh, you're, you're, you like to bet the horses a couple of times a year, and you guys at Circa this week um, are going to be offering the Breeders' Cup. Have you had a chance to take a look at any of the races so far?
1: You know, I was going to do it to, uh, on Thursday, or if I get time Wednesday night to kind of go through the, to go through the program and watch a tape on some of these horses, um, but I haven't really. And I like to play the sprints and the grass races more than the, you know, the the, the two turn races. I see this this horse though in the classic is it might go off at one to five. <laughs> He's unbelievable. He breathes different air.
0: Honestly, um, it, when, once you do get a chance to go back, watch his Pacific Classic. The question about or, that was around him was. Can he get the distance of a mile and a quarter? He just absolutely crushed in that race. He's a special racehorse. He really is. I think, um, you know, they, they all get beat eventually, right? They, they all get beat. Uh, Zenyatta got beat in one of her final races. Um, but we'll, we'll see. So, Mike, help me out with this. When you With you guys being licensed in Iowa and in Colorado, can you book a horse bet? I'm on, I've heard... Conflicting things that if you have a license to book bets, if you have an agreement, you can actually offer fixed odds in these states. Is that true? Yeah,
1: Fixed, not parimutual. Correct. Right. Uh, yeah. Fixed, not Um, You know, that's what we do in Nevada. So at all the books except Circa, we offer fixed odds uh, on the big races. But then on Circa, we'll book the full card from Keeneland Friday and Saturday. There's a dramatic difference, obviously, in the handle when it's parimutual. Yeah. Versus fixed.
0: Yeah, indeed. So, what kind of business will you guys see on on Friday, Saturday?
1: Um, we're hoping we can write six figures both days. Uh, that's yeah. that's what our goal is, uh, and obviously, probably more likely on Saturday than Friday. But uh, last year, I think we did like sixty-two and eighty on the two days. So, we're trying to get to six figures. All right. Have you come up with a couple of games this weekend that you're going to play, but personally, I, I I look hard at the Vikings. Uh, I just don't think the Commanders are any good. I don't I think they're better with Heineke than Wentz. Yep. yep. But they, they got lucky to win that game uh, in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that line so short? I don't know. I like to bet Minnesota is a small favorite, especially on the road when there's no pressure on them when they go on the road. You know they pressure at home because they'll turn on Cousins quick there if he has a bad game. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Vikings is what I've looked at so far. Uh, you, you saw the
0: Sunday nighter, of course, back to Sunday night with Rodgers in, in Buffalo. Boy, just what, what's Buffalo's weakness? I, I will say this. Aaron Jones ran the ball more, than I, more effectively than I thought he was going to. Um, if you've got a bunch of tickets on the Bills, what's the weakness? What would worry you other than an injury, of course, to the quarterback?
1: It worries me that they can't really line up and run the football. It, the quarterback is the running back. Yeah, but they can't hand the ball off and expect that they can get four or five yards. And, you know, I call it eight minute offense in the NFL, not four minute offense, eight minute offense. When you get the ball back up a score and you need three first downs to end the game, can you run the football? Because mm-hmm. if you got to throw it every down, you're going right. to five first downs might not even take the clock out, you know. So yeah. I call it eight minute That's the one concern I have for them that they just can't line up and run the football when they might need to in 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 an AFC championship game or something like that. Did Cleveland save their season last night? I think they did. I really think they did. And I don't know how much of that was Chase being out, and he's going to be out for a while.
0: yeah.
1: Boy, they dominated that game last night. And, you know. You, you get, you get uh, Watson back in a few weeks. If you can hang around 500, who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams and the Niners, that was another. I mean, Christian McCaffrey put on a show without question. Where are these Rams? I mean, it's, is it a Super Bowl hangover? I, I don't have a ticket on the mic. I didn't for that very reason. I just wasn't sold going into it. I think my position's going to be rewarded in the fact that I didn't take a position. Um, where are the Rams?
1: I don't think they're anywhere in the mix at all. Uh, the defense is clearly not as good. Stafford sort of regressed to the Detroit Stafford. Look, they dominated the first half against San Francisco. And you know, I say Jimmy G is not the quarterback. If you're down in a game, he's fine with the lead in the running game. They came back, and, and, and that's a huge win for them going into a bye, to get to 4-4 four and four instead of 3-5. and five. And, you, and you're looking up at the Seahawks, who, who you made look silly in week two. Yeah. I mean, Geno Smith didn't have a clue in that game in Levi Stadium, right? They were awful. Their only score was a block punt touchdown. Um, so I think you got to feel really good. If you have 49ers tickets, you could argue they're the second best team in the NFC with apologies to probably the Cowboys and the Vikings.
0: And I've got a whole bunch of Niners tickets. So I hope indeed you're right. I think they're in a good spot, Mike. I really do look. Somebody's going to win the NFC. I know the Eagles right now are clearly the team that everybody's focusing on. What's their weakness? What don't you like about Philly?
1: They're a really good first half team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you love that from a betting perspective because yep. you always put yourself in good positions with your tickets. Do you trust Sirianni and Hurts in the playoffs? I think that's the question with the Eagles. Do you trust those two guys? Everybody's saying they're going to win 15, 16, or 17 games. If they do, is Jalen Hurts the MVP? Is Sirianni the coach of the year? Mm-hmm. Probably. But do you trust those two in the playoffs? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. So last night, I guess Condon got to you. Trent
0: Condon reached out to you and wanted a line on Truman State and where you came up with one. Uh, you, your line makers made it 47 and a half and the number hits at 46, which is just remarkable <laughs> to me. Uh, excuse me, if my dog. Yeah. He I, um, he had a bad beat in that game. Um, <laughs> just just, just so how do you get that close? I guess is my question, Mike.
1: We have a kid, Dylan Sullivan, that does that stuff for us, those one-off games. And, I mean, yep. he was really close last year when the Iowa Exhibition game. So, pretty amazing, huh? I mean, you are think in a game way. like that, you'd give him five, six points yeah. lenience because you just don't know enough, but uh... – uh, yeah, it's fun. I know people get in a lot, and, and they're getting excited for basketball because of the state of football. So it's for sure. Uh, it's good to get people involved right away.
0: Indeed. And I know Iowa everywhere going to be out there for both the Hawk women and the men the next night. And there's going to be a number out for the women, correct?
1: Yeah, there will be. Absolutely. Yeah. Look forward to it.
0: Mike, we'll talk to you on the radio on Friday. Uh, Trent will be on in the air on his way to see you, but I'll handle things back here. Talk to you Friday. We'll see you next Tuesday on The Hook, sponsored by Circus Sports. Thank you, Mike Palm, and thank you all of you uh, for tuning in here Talking, uh, and listening to a couple of guys talk a little sports, a little sports bettering The Hook, sponsored by Circa Sports. Download the app in Iowa, and if you're headed out to Las Vegas, make the move, go downtown. You'll be glad that you did. Circa is a jewel. Mike, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thanks, Kenny. Iowa Everywhere.